0: Our super Tuesday edition of the 3 Plus 1 podcast, where this week it is 2 plus you with the one and the only AIB television personality, Rodney Wash. of hey. over a cup of coffee with Rodney Wash. Rodney, welcome back. Hey, hey, so you know, we talked on yesterday about your brand new show on AIB. You're still uh with rolling out. The show now on Rolling Out, has it been given a new name since uh, Lipstick is pursuing other other opportunities? Yeah. What's the new name? I don't know yet. You haven't decided. I haven't decided. You're still considering what it will be yes. because you're extending and exploring your brand. Yes. In addition, are you still doing your Facebook? Are you still active on Facebook? Yes.
1: I have a Facebook um, page where I just keep people connected with me. Um, you know, and things like that, but I'm trying to get more active on YouTube. I'm just, How is that coming? It's so hard. God, YouTube is so hard to grow. Um, but I really like the people I, the niche that I have. I'm just trying to give people free advice in the media industry. Mm-hmm. Um, just being open and honest with them. Let them know my experiences, and what I've been through, because I feel like if I was to watch somebody experience and know what they went through, I would have been more prepared than what I was I think you might write a book about it actually
0: about being prepared for what you will encounter yeah, as you pursue a it. career in media yeah what is the best advice you've been given about a career in media <sighs> Child advice that you would definitely want to share with our listeners
1: don't believe everything is glitter and gold then because you see people take pictures with celebrities on me they know what they're doing period
0: That people are flossing for the brand. Yes. Flossing for the brand. I
1: believe that height, I wasted almost $1,200 on a person. Not the person you're thinking of, but like on a person because they... I'm not
0: thinking of anyone. Oh, (laughs) yeah. But,
1: um, But who I thought had connections and they really didn't. I had more connections than them. I feel like I should
0: do. That's something too. Like people don't realize. Number one, people can purchase. People have bought Instagram accounts, flip those accounts, and that's why they have so many followers. Uh, it's really about the level of engagement that you see on people's pages. So when you have people that have three hundred likes, comments, those types of, and it's genuine, then you can see that it's real. That their following base has a loyalty. And that they're real people. And and I think a lot of people don't get that. And I talk through cool. people likes. Yeah. So what I do, like, when I see yeah.
1: your likes, I see these people with all of me, the media Eastern and they ain't gonna got they don't got no yeah. pictures. They don't have anything on their profile, they got a picture, but their page looks like nothing. You brought your followers. Some mm-hmm. people hit me don't people hit me up all the time right. for me trying to buy followers. And I'm just like, I'm not doing that for what? Right. I like the 11,000 people I have, I know they're real. Uh, do they engaged with me? They help me get my event sold out? That's right. It's real people. And with the help of you and, and, and Asha, uh, Ricardo. Yeah, real but,
0: people. Yeah, but it was real engagement, real people. And that's a good segue into the Watch Party for Over a Cup of Coffee with Rodney Wash. And you had a wonderful event at AIB Studios. Uh, the AIB Studios, for those who are listening, stands for the Atlanta Interfaith Broadcasting Network. And now it's kind of somewhat being rebranded. It started out with a a pastor. Yeah. And it was like televangelism and uh, Black ministers kind of speaking and having a platform. And now they're changing their brand somewhat to be about positive uh, broadcasting that elevates the mind, body, and spirit of the community. And with that being said, they've selected you as one of the up and coming personalities to feature Spotlight in their social media offering and continue to see where that goes and how that evolves their personal brand of television what uh how was that that event for you hosting
1: the studio oh my gosh for what i'm saying you did a phenomenal job with
0: being for those host. who are listening i was the host of the he event was, it was a great experience people I really in, is, was in love with you that's good i'm glad they should be i'm someone to love <laughs> <laughs> but you know like how
1: you just pray for things and you right. envision things and you just be like, wow, this would be cool if I just have like people waiting in line to like take pictures with me and wanna ask me, ask me real questions and about what I'm doing. And it was just so beautiful. It was everything that you thought it would be. And more, and the way the AIB shout out to Jai. Jai set that room up herself. Yeah, Jai
0: is the producer of the program. Yes. And she works for AIB. Yes. And she just really came through.
1: That the setup so was amazing. The people were amazing. It was, it it was, I don't know how to put it into words. That's how beautiful it was. I felt so embraced. I felt so loved. I love, love, love how Vince spoke highly of me. Because everything Vince said is how I did. I was not embarrassed by anything he said. And then you have to put in the
0: work. Right. And so just to recap, what Vince basically said was, is that you are persistent in getting this opportunity. Yes. That the opportunity was presented to you in passing, and you pursued the opportunity and pushed, push, push to make this happen. I did. And I think that is, again, key. as I posted about it on my social media, I said persistence is the word that defines why I need to watch. Um, And so many people are not persistent in the pursuit of their dreams and the pursuit of what they want to do. They give up very easily.
1: The old me would have said F this for real, like, because like you said, I went through like three groups of people trying to get in there and it was just, and that's just going to show you you don't need a whole game to go somewhere you guys, you don't need 50 people in a room with you, all you need is you, your talent, and one good person, who you know is going to rock with you, mm-hmm. you don't need all this extra, you don't need a PR you don't need this person, that person, the editor a writer, you don't need all that bring you Who you know who you are to me, and what a good person, and you're good, and that and that taught me a lesson, and also taught me to not ever give up, like I like you said, like persistency. because like anybody that I know, and even with me, the old Rodney before 2016 would have gave up, because I'm like I don't got time, I can just like fuck this, like I would have been like that, but um, but it really taught me how to be humble. It really taught me um patience is the key and everything happened when it needs to happen.
0: Not yeah. when you want wanted. And so with the event, you had your family come in. Well, what, did your, what did your mom say about the um, event and the show?
1: She cried when we got home. You know, she like to cry in public. But I saw my soft ma sister said she shed a few tears over there. But <sighs> my brother said something that really like, made me go, hmm. So, my brother, I love him. Like, that's my big brother. He's mm. the oldest son of, you know, my mom, of my mom's kids. Like, the oldest boy, let me say. The oldest boy. So, like, we all look up to our older brother. You know, I'll be like, my big brother, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, he was like, right now, I want to apologize to you. And I said, why? Like, he was out of nowhere. He was home. He was just, you know, like... I didn't take what you were doing seriously until so I I had to see it. And I was like, should I was like, but well, damn, should I be offended in my head or should I be like happy that he's open and honest about saying it? Mm-hmm. You know, and when well, you I should be
0: happy. I was. I was happy. Open and honest, a lot of people don't understand. Like they, they don't have don't. a framework. They
1: would just thought I was up here. He saw I was thought like, you well, were just fucking around, like just playing. I did not know you had a real full production behind you. He said, like, the fact that the CEO of the company just took time out to come speak and talk about you, and he was just like, I looked, he looked into it, he saw, like, Nick Gilbert's on there, Q Parker, he saw Andrew Stone about to come on there, Kim Ford was on there with her show, and he was like, you are basically on the same level as them. Yeah. He was like, and I just want to apologize, I did, I did not take what you were doing seriously. And that just goes to show me this, that being said, I'm just like, don't prove stuff to people. You keep doing you. You know, like I said, like I was begging my, I was literally begging my family, some of them to like support, support, support. And sometimes people have to see it to believe it. Right. But it's not your job right. to make them believe. You just keep doing what, right. what you have to do. And if they get it, they get it. If they don't, they don't. Yes. So, I was just like, I, would, I was like, wow, I, say, I guess people probably really think that way. Like, they don't take it seriously until they see it. Well, anyone in
0: Atlanta knows that yeah. it. it's pretty serious. Like, yeah. you are all around the city. You're hosting events. You're doing paid hosting of events. Like, you know, people pay to come see you host an event. So, I think that, you know, that makes it pretty serious. How do you feel about your Audience. Huh. Was it? You know, it was a very diverse audience. Very diverse. Uh, I saw. I was. I. I knew it would be a well attended event, but I was surprised at the attendees. What do you mean by? That? <laughs> no, I was just surprised at the attendees, and I'll leave it at that. Um, I would say this. I, I, well, I guess to be transparent, I felt like there were a lot of people there who were supporting you, and who were there who were probably trying to be on their own come up. Yeah. And for me, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just very weary of that type of thing, right? Like, you know, you're like, oh, you should say something about X, Y, or Z, and I was like, I'm not gonna speak on X, or Y, or Z because this is your event, this is your time. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I am the hired help or the volunteer because I didn't get paid anything but I'm the voluntary help right I'm here to do a job you are not the help but no no really I was there to do a job the job was to host your event and so that's the way I see it well you know regardless and I feel like yeah you know people came they came to support your event or it should have been for your event but what was your take on it I would
1: say this and once, because my brother was sitting close to the producers as well and my sister and she said she heard certain people trying to plug their stuff in, and they thought that was tacky. And when it they was extremely it, tacky. And when they brought it down to me, I'm like, you know what? I see what you're saying now. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to be mad. you in the building, though. Know, we're going to see these people again. Go on and get your plug in. This, this, is this, this me. You know, because you don't ever know when the option might come again. You might be in a room with people who can actually give you a yes I or no. Know. Does that make sense? Correct. But at the same time, it was like. There's a time that pays for everything. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, you there for me. Like come speak to me first make me feel good then go do your plug don't go
0: just well I hope they told you that <laughs> people work so you can be on watch I
1: know one person actually wrote me in my inbox and said hey I told him I have this idea I have had me my money." I was like congratulations but this same person who told me that um, the guy he has helped me get numerous connections out the city so for me I just feel like in they what's for me is for me that's not going to change. What's views for, for you? And I really like I told myself say, but I I can't get angry because at the same time, like I don't know what I would do if I was in situation. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because in the day, like you don't know we gonna see these people. Now, I'm a hustler. I'm gonna to try to connect with you.
0: So well, and again, if it's gonna be on AIB, I'm certain that it's gonna have to fit their brand, and not everybody who was in attendance who may have a pitch will be able to fit a brand of inspiration and encouragement and motivation. Yeah. Well, based on what I saw. They didn't seem to be very motivational or inspirational. So, with that being stated, we now talk about something that's definitely not motivational the coronavirus. Ugh. The, what are your thoughts on this virus, uh, Ronnie, on, on coronavirus? COVID-19. We now have several uh, announcements of people who have contracted the the. Virus, who are not necessarily known to be traveling, showing that it's spreading. We have your president Donald Trump saying it was a hoax by the Democrats. We have him assigning your vice president Mike Pence to handle the American response.
1: That's not my. I mean, he's your president. So, so what are your thoughts? thoughts? He's our president, United States, speaking. All like that. Um. Um. It's weird because on a Lysol can, it says Lysol kills that. So, for me, with me really not realizing... Cause I don't ever read those disaffected cans and what they kill and what they do. You know what I'm saying? But I know they kill germs. So, for me, I feel like it always been out there. I don't know what made it so prevalent... Pre- prevalent? Prevalent. I am hoping to say I have been run Um drinking. And to like, make it like a deadly virus... But it had to be already known and existing because we have effect that kills it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not going to be all, oh, I, I always wash my hands and things. I used to work in the hospital and things like that before I <laughs> want to do things. Excuse me. Lord, we're he just in sneezed in on me. As <laughs> <about COVID-19. laughs> so, for me, I just like you be a clean person, you will be okay. I mean, because it's airborne for one. You don't say you, you have to breathe. I don't care how many masks you wear. Uh, unless you wear one of them military masks where they really filter, filter everything. You going to breathe in something. That's how you get sick. So it's nothing really. It's absolutely secure. So just be the who you know to me, And you'll be all right. But I don't travel like that anyway. I know you travel to Italy, so I know what you brought back. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we were. As, as, we were on, hiatus, as he was, just sneezed on me. I wasn't Italy. Um, but, like, I stick to what I know. I know America. I know what America, I know the advancement and medicine they have to kill things and cure things. That's why I stay over here. That's why the Indians died the way they did, the Native Americans. When uh the Europeans came over because they had they brought over European diseases that the Native Americans never heard of never saw. Never to. You get what I'm saying? So when you travel to all these different places and all this stuff, and you come back and go back and forth, you're
0: bringing back germs that this population not used to. Well, the thing is, I, I, you know, but the thing is that we have so many uh, different types of immigration that are happening, that a lot of viruses are already a part of our human DNA. And so once we contract the virus, our body already has the memory of the response to that virus to help fight it off. COVID-19 is a coronavirus that is new and there is no memory. That's why it's so contagious and why it's having such an impact. However, I do just wonder, number one, how did it spread? And how did it come to be? Number one. Number two, I am concerned about the um, about our nation's preparedness to deal with this disease or really any type of epidemic of this nature. Hearing how our president basically said it is a hoax and not even real and did and that he has so many unfilled positions at the CDC and a federal government that deal with health responses that are vacant. Those things really do concern me. And I'm glad that that's being brought to light at this time. Uh, and I think that's being mirrored at the uh, Dow Jones massive plunge, and how a number of investors are also probably very, very concerned. So I was really uh, concerned about that, and you know I think that it's a it's an issue. Uh, what do you think about uh, last week's big social media? Did you see about Bad Bobby? Bobby, Bad Bobby. That's the little girl that was on um on um Dr. Phil. Oh who's on it who wanted you to catch her outside I don't and Skye Jackson who had a huge uh, Skye Jackson had to file a restraining order against bad Bobby Bobby uh, because uh, of several comments that she's made on social media of, about her having a possible interest in NBA young boy I think that's his name I don't know who any of these people are
1: they're children I'm 30
0: Rodney they're children but this has been pretty big in social uh, social media
1: that's my niece type my niece is 19 mm-hmm. you know who? I don't
0: care honestly was there any new any, any news in the entertainment world that really hit you um, last week or this week that you feel I don't think
1: Wendy Williams should apologize for her comment she made
0: Wendy Williams made comments about who
1: oh you don't watch her so you wouldn't know. no I will not be able to watch Wendy Williams <laughs> you know but there's been a lot I of see, things yeah should have been on the hot topics today
0: <laughs> what did now what did she say?
1: Basically, and I and, and I and I have to and I I agree with her because for one you're gay. We know you're who, gay. We, we're gay men. Okay, wait. What did Wendy say? Basically, saying like gay men he's trying to steal all the women's fashion, and I agree with that.
0: So she was talking about.
1: And she just made a comment. She wasn't wanting to ask about it, but hell, I get tired of seeing men. Where sometimes women, women clothing all the, unless you are transgender you know what I'm saying that makes sense but like make gay fashion stop trying to steal women shit all the time
0: was there a person that she was aiming at, was she aiming it at the uh, at Billy Porter no, no 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 A person. she was talking about a
1: dress or something that was really pretty and I guess I gave me a clap oh yeah like oh I want this dress he was clapping he was like no y'all got enough of our stuff and I agreed to think about it we have underground. And
0: angry about that. Yeah, comment. we have
1: underground, AKAs. you have underground deltas who are men who want to be Greek, and I just think that's so disrespectful. Like, how much more? And I feel and I see what women are saying. How much more they want to take from us? Like, we get it, be you, but like, damn, start your own shit. I I agree with that because I don't agree with that. Like,
0: so if you're you feel like it's okay for a transgender. Woman to wear a corset dress, but if you're a gay man and you identify as a man, you should not be trying to wear unless, you,
1: unless it's a fashion statement, like you're going somewhere. Like Billy Porter, I get what he's doing because he wear pieces. Even I think he looks. But that's
0: that's that's not fair, Rodney. I, I
1: mean, because
0: Billy, Billy Porter, if you're saying that you agree with Wendy, you should be saying that Billy is the number one thief of the women. He of do crime, he, do, he but fashion. I don't agree with what he does. He does too much. I
1: mean, I. I don't. Sometimes I will be confused about what gay means to me. Cause what gay means to me, and what gay means to other people, is two different things. My interpretation of gay is be free to be who you are, who you want to love. I'm not the type that want to wear nails and makeup and wear pantyhose and. <laughs> and um, I'm just being honest and thong no ass. I
0: don't think. Wait, I mean, you have some
1: people no. want to do and wear all this extra stuff for what? Wait, wait,
0: they have thongs, swear, Rodney. Right? They have thongs, thongs. okay. Yeah, Rodney, right. I don't believe that the majority. But you get what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think the majority of gay men. Not with
1: the majority, but it's a lot of people. Like I said, I don't know. But they, they may
0: feel comfortable with that as a form of self-expression. They may feel like that is what they feel comfortable wearing. Well, but that's not my lane and the nails you can do it that's just not my lane I, know, okay. I don't say this.
1: I don't think Whitney Williams hood
0: can, should have a but apology. straight men can wear thongs and nails too
1: again that's not my because ministry that's how they want to if
0: that's not my
1: ministry young
0: thug wears dresses and and you know women's clothing because he says it makes him feel he had some drop of like like a day for a he away child he has some new music I've heard I just recently heard him I hear him all the time actually on uh, I listen to Spotify and uh, the Get Turn PlayStation Young Thug is on there quite often again but no, he's not that's not my ministry I just feel like well Barney you know what speaking of ministry you had a number of black pastors praying for President Trump last week in the White House uh, and you even had ex NFL player term minister Jack Brewer saying that President Trump was the first black president. You saw that picture that it went viral. What were your thoughts on that? Combs, Combs, But don't you <laughs> don't you think that President Trump deserves prayer? Don't you think that President Trump needs prayer? I think, yeah, I think everybody needs prayer, so I'm not going to say that. And prayer can change things. Maybe prayer can change President Trump. But he's not the first black president. That's what we not going to do. That's what Jack Brewer said. An African American,
1: ex-NFL player. I don't know who that is. <laughs>
0: he said, it. "Cool, that's very cool." Uncle Ruckus and Uncle Ruckus, and so uh, Uncle Ruckus and maybe we'll have Uncle Joe uh, beating Donald and being our next president. We will see. I think uh, that was a great way to segue out of our Tuesday episode. Uh, we are waiting in anticipation of the results of Super Tuesday. Who do you think is gonna walk away tonight? With the majority of Super Tuesday delegate wins. Bloomberg. He, let's, <laughs> you think that Uncle Bloomie has a chance? You think Bloomberg's gonna actually win? Rodney, I dare say Bloomberg isn't gonna win one single state today. Every state today is going to be won by Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, with, unfortunately, Bernie Sanders, I think, taking the majority of votes. I think Elizabeth Warren Warren, should drop out. Elizabeth Warren should drop out. I don't think, do you really honestly think that Michael Bloomberg will win any delegates tonight? Bloomberg. But tell me why you say that.
1: Because he's Bloomberg.
0: But why? Why are you supporting Michael Bloomberg? He has the money. He does have the
1: money. (laughs) He has the money. No, but all seriousness. I really want to see um, Joe Biden come out on top. You you do, but I like um, what's his name. What's his what's his name? The other guy. Tom Steyer. No,
0: because Tom Steyer, you know, he backed his ass up on Saturday. Did you see that on on uh, CNN? Well, Tom Steyer at a campaign event in South Carolina with Juvenile got on stage, and he performed with Juvenile to back that ass up the song. Who's he? he? was running for president. He came in third. Uh, he came in third. I'll play. Still running? No, he <laughs> dropped out. Saturday night.
1: Come on through! Yeah. They probably dance to that song.
0: I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I love it. it. Yeah, I'm not mad I at I love it. When I saw... Let me turn it off. So when I saw the video, I was really... You know, it. it one, it, he looked like he was genuinely enjoying himself. He was. Like he was really having fun on stage. Like this was a great... And then he dropped out that night and he lost. He came in a distant third place. He put in $18 million of an investment. And he just wasn't able to steal a deal. So he actually dropped out. And he made some great statements about why he was running to really try to give a balance in this country to African Americans who have been so disenfranchised and marginalized. And um, I really think that you know he he was a good he he ran a good race, solid enough. He was in it from day one. Um, but he couldn't break any headway. If Tom Steyer couldn't break headway, I don't think that Michael Bloomberg will be able to either. Well, I I don't think that he will. Is it Bernie and Joe? I think it's between Bernie and Joe, but I think that tonight, Bernie's going to rack up the delegates and he's going to probably be Joe and unstoppable. I like both of them. Well, I don't like them both. I only like one of them, but I don't think that Biden's going to walk away. We'll see. We'll be able to talk about it soon. So, thank you guys for joining us and check us out tomorrow for the 3 Plus 1 Podcast. You love getting me effed up on here.